Welcome to Stay Grounded with your host, me, Raj Jana. I'm the founder of Java Press Coffee Company, and my life changed after my mentor died with three months left until retirement. That experience inspired me to start a personal journey to discover how we can all live a purpose-driven and meaningful life starting today. I interview everyone from best-selling authors and business moguls to extreme athletes and monks to discuss happiness, success, and fulfillment to uncover powerful takeaways that empower you to stay grounded and make passionate living a reality. To access post-podcast discussions, insights, and further resources, visit rajjana.com forward slash stay grounded. So thanks for joining me today. Now, let's get to grinding. Yo, yo, what's up, everyone? And welcome to this week's episode of Stay Grounded. I hope you're all having a grounded, blessed, beautiful day so far, no matter where you are in the world. If you're in a country where there's turmoil, if you're in Ukraine or have family members and loved ones there, my heart goes out to you. Um, What a crazy time to be alive. And I'm just so grateful that you're tuning into the show and leaning into it as an anchor throughout your week, your day, your month. It fills my heart with joy. I'm so grateful to be sharing this month's or February's monthly reflection. Uh, It was an extremely potent month with a lot of growth and a lot of expansion. And I'll keep this one short because there's just so much we covered on on the episode itself. But I think what a theme that came through this last month was the idea of full body leadership, which is not just leadership or the idea of making decisions from the mind or from the heart, but it's actually accessing the infinite wisdom that is all of you, the heart, the mind, the spirit, the gut, to then expand and grow and create and lean into the deepest levels of fulfillment and impact and creation that are possible for you. And it's been an idea that I've been not consciously leaning into over the last few months, but it's been something that's showing up in bigger and bigger ways. And I'm realizing it doesn't matter if it's relationship or if it's business or if it's just the pursuit of art and purpose or family, all of it is a mirror for this idea of just expanding into the fullness of you. And that's what we talk a lot about on this month's monthly reflection. I hope you guys enjoy it. If anything resonated on the show, please reach out to to me on social, tag Georgina and I on social, we love hearing from you. If you haven't already subscribed to the podcast on Spotify or iTunes or whatever the podcast app of choice is that you love to use, all that means that every single time we release a new episode, it drops into your inbox. And yeah, I'm just sending you guys all the love in the world. I hope you're taking time and energy to just connect with the love that exists in your heart and continue deepening your own practices as the world seems to be getting crazier and crazier every day so anyways all right without further ado here is this month's monthly reflection episode enjoy yo 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 what's up everyone and welcome to this week's episode of stay grounded welcome back georgina (laughs) hello i'm very happy to be back it's great to see you again it's great to see you again on this uh, 18th month. I don't even know how many months it is at this point, but I'm in it. We're in it. Yeah, <laughs> what a time to be alive. Stuff. What a time to be alive in the world with so much happening. And just, I feel like this is such a period of, of intense shedding as a collective, as a, as, as humanity, as, as, as individuals inside of all of this, but just, so much noise, the war, 
COVID politics. I mean, just I just feel like last few years, but we've gotten to this point now where it's just it's such a tough time for a lot of people. So if you're listening and you're in it and you're anxious and you're trying to figure out how the hell you fit in all of this, I'm there right there with you. We're right there with you. So anyways, I'm excited to go into it this month. It was a hell of a month. February was one hell of a month. Well, I'm excited to hear more about all the things that have been happening for you this month and how it all ties together. So let's dive right in. Like, I'd love for you to just explore with us like, what's been... What's been one of the most potent things that you've experienced this month? Ooh, um, I think there's a lot of anxiety and fear that shows up when you're expanding in a direction you've never gone before. You know, I think that's something that you know, I, I really feel like I'm inspired to expand into the light. You know, I'm, I'm not necessarily one that goes hunting for trauma. I'm not necessarily somebody that goes looking for, you know, things to work on. Like that's not necessarily my MO. I'm very, I, I, when I lean into doing the work or when I lean into, you know, really going into spaces that allow me to explore myself, it's, it's in the pursuit of expansion and love. Like it's either I'm trying to get to this place or I want to experience this level of fulfillment in my relationship. So when I expand into the light or when I expand into that direction, the -hmm. shadow presents itself. And triggers present themselves and obstacles present themselves and aspects of myself bring them into awareness. And then I get to look at stuff. <laughs> and I really feel like for myself, I'm, I, I've been in such an expansion period of my life right now. Like I'm really expanding in different directions in my relationships and, and my purpose and my work and my art and my, and my dharma and even in my health, really, like I, I've just been really going deeper and deeper into all these aspects of me. And I'm starting to realize when you're expanding, it's impossible not to feel the anxiousness and the fear and those feelings that are necessarily, that are sort of labeled as negative, sometimes even anger, resentment, entitlement. I mean, I, I really had a, a beautiful month of being aware of my own victim stories I had a beautiful month of of really becoming intimate with just the the aspects of myself that are clinging on for so much safety or perceived safety or perceived certainty instead of just fully trusting in life trusting in creation trusting in in myself and uh, really getting to work through a lot of those triggers and a lot of those mindsets and really shifting my relationship with a lot of the people in my life and and learning to access a deeper well of love and connectedness and trust within my own heart has truly actually been the the theme of the month. And I've had so many experiences this month. It's kind of hard to pull from them, actually. I was just looking over my notes and when I was finishing my monthly reflection, I was actually overwhelmed with how much had happened just in my relationships and in my creations. And so, yeah, I, I don't know if I initially have one, uh, one specific thing that I can really unpack on that. I mean, I could probably go in a direction on all of them, but I think the core theme is continuing to rise in love and continuing to choose the light 
and understand that facing the shadow and the victim and the aspects of myself that are clinging on for protection and safety is a necessary part of growth. And it's a necessary part of stepping into full body leadership, which is not necessarily leadership of the mind. It is leadership of the mind and the heart and all of the chakras and every aspect of your being. It's like this, it's full body creation, full body leadership, full body living really. And, uh, and to me, that's been a, it's a new experience of learning to live with my full body and accessing intuition and, and connecting with truths that are present inside my body and, and my whole soul, my everything. It's like just creating from that space, living from that space is just it's very expansive and it's it's also very triggering. <laughs> wow. I mean, there's so much in that. And I love this notion that you've been living in the direction of the light in terms of growth and expansion and fulfillment. And then as a result of doing that, what that's done, that's sort of brought the shadow into full view. So then you have these areas that you've been able to explore to heal even further and expand even further. So you talked about victim mindset, you talked about entitlement. Let's know how does a victim mindset and entitlement kind of weave together and what kind of experiences have you had that has enabled you to get a deeper relationship with this entitlement and maybe shift through some of it? To me, there's there's certain energies and emotions that I would tie to this like victimy sort of or energy, right? Like it's like shame is one of them. That's a big one for me. Insecurity. To me, it's like it's everything's happening to me. I'm the victim in this story. Like everyone's against me. The world is against me. Like I'm not good enough. I'm not lovable. I'm not desirable. It's like this flip to you and it's like this everything goes on you. So there's certain emotions, right? Like anger at someone else, resentment. You know, there's there's like these similar frequencies that I think are um that power it, you know. And so like for me, traditionally it's been entitlement, you know, feeling like I'm owed something, um feeling like I'm I'm deserving of something because I've put in all this work or because I've made all these deposits or like it's like when is it my turn? It's like it's this feeling of um, entitlement, anger, resentment. And then on the flip side of that, for me, it also shows up as shame. Like I'm a burden. I'm not good enough. It's like I'm asking for too much. It's this feeling of of, of me trying to people please or, or me needing to be more than I am. Like, And it's kind of abandoning myself in a lot of ways, right? So like there's this. So to me, I think when I when I think about that, that victimy it's kind of in alignment with or not in alignment but it's like ties to these these stories that are that are driven around like this inflated sense of self like i think i talked about this on the episode with rob around being in your own cheap reality show yeah, i think yeah. I, I realized that for myself this month I, I was actually recording that episode when i was deep in it like i just had this yeah. big breakthrough for myself and i was like shit i'm indulging in these in these stories because right? the feelings are not bad, right? Like the feelings of anxiety, it's a very normal feeling, right? Like it's normal to feel anxious. It's normal to feel angry. Like these are not bad feelings, but I think the stories we attach to them, I think those stories have a lot of like, those are, those are what the evictomy is. It's like, it's taking the feeling and then going on this long drama about what it means about you and da, 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 da. And, and I don't know. I, and I think for me, I, you know, I had a really big realization this month around, you know, how I think my, my, my sense of entitlement comes from like, and you know, I, I, I've been doing a lot of work on myself and, and this is, and, and, and these are just aspects of me, but like, I've had a sense of entitlement around like, 
this feeling that like I should just be trusted blindly or that like that I'm special. All of these feelings that I have and when when something happens in my life that doesn't align with that story, I get super triggered, angry, frustrated. And really going into that and and I and I had a a really powerful experience this month where I'm in the a habit of sort of collecting and and really going into the root cause, right? Like that's kind of been my 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 way of doing healing work is uh, and my belief behind it is like, you know, when you get triggered, it's it's truly actually not about the dishes. Like when you get angry with your partner, it's really not about the dishes. Like there's actually a laundry list of energy and feelings and experiences and stories that are tracked that are, that you can track back to root cause, like when it actually started. And true healing happens by going back to those root experiences, those 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 root energies and releasing them using a variety of tools, right? It could be hypnotherapy, it could be belief work, it could be plant medicine, it could be anything. And so I really went into sort of those feelings, like when did those feelings of entitlement actually start showing up for me? And I think I realized, you know, when I was eight, my family moved to India. And, and when we moved to India, you know, I was eight years old, kid from America coming into India I was treated as special just for being from America. And at that age, with my brain development, like there was a child that was extremely, that, that had sort of equated being treated as special as being loved and feeling safe. Like when I was treated as special, I had all the friends, I had all the people, I had everyone. And so then I created that memory and that anchor. And then throughout my life, I would try to create experiences where I was treated as special. I would excel in school. I would do so well. I would, because I would get that recognition and that would help me feel safe. And when things broke, when things weren't doing well, when that story of me being special was challenged, I would feel immense anger and anxiety. And it's like this little child that was like screaming, rattling the cage, trying to get, trying to just feel loved and safe. And I, when I had that realization, it was just, you know, it's one thing if it shows up in one relationship, right? Like I used to get really da- angry with my dad when when he wouldn't just listen to me. Right. And I was always stuck in this loop of like, you know, why do I get so angry? But I didn't understand why. And now I understand it because it showed up again with one of my business partners, like when he wasn't just blindly trusting me or and it shows up again with another, you know, an investor who isn't just blindly throwing money into my ventures. Like, like when... When I, when I start to feel the pattern happening in multiple areas of my life with multiple relationships, that's the, that's the ego crushing, like, blah. <laughs> that's when I, I, you know, I had a, a few days of actually, I was really actually sad and depressed because I was just like, man, this, this way I've been like just showing up with people in my life that I love a lot, you know, it's just, and being angry and, and feeling entitled to having to be right and having to be listened to and. And when I realized it was coming from such a hurt place, this misunderstood place of this child defining being special as being loved. And, and when I had an opportunity to go back and, and have a conversation with that child and explain to him as adult Raj that that's not, and, and in a compassionate way, right? That's, that's what inner child work is. That's a big part of my healing journey is really learning to re, re, like soothe my, my inner child and that child and, and reparent him in a lot of ways, right? Like, and, and that, that for me was, was a really big turning point because it just, it opened up a lot. Like 
it like shifting that definition of and that like to feel special is not an external thing it's actually internal like we're born special it's not anything because of how much validation you get or if someone else listens to you you're not like you're just special in your heart and so that was a really big healing experience in it and it allowed me to truly actually like break through and 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 break through a lot of different things in my in my relationships with my with my family relationships with myself relationship with my business partner and and I think that was just a big piece of it like I I feel like right now I'm working on I I've mentioned this a few times guys but I'm I'm kind of working on this project right now that is very much in alignment with this work it's it's truly actually like we're building an app and sort of tools that to to help people do this type of work at scale I'm partnering with a nonprofit and there's so many moving parts and it's something that I've never done before. And it's in this, and it's coming from my heart and my soul and like this full body. And as I create in these directions, like there's so many insecurities and fears. And I'm realizing that, you know, as I do the work and as I continue expanding, life continues giving me opportunities to release what's not true. I don't know. Gina coming into my life has just been so life-changing. I mean, she's truly helped me see like, you know, she's got this amazing, I hate it and I love it all at the same time. This like, you know, when I'm not, when I'm in my ego and when I'm not actually operating in that place of love, like she'll call me out. And, and, and it's because I know she loves me. It's because I know she know like she knows the signature of truth. And, and I think that's a powerful gift of the feminine in particular. I think, I think, I think intuitive women have this and you too, probably Georgina, like I, like this intuitive sense of like, you can feel love and you can feel the signature of love versus the signature of power, the signature of like needing to grasp for, for safety or control. Like there's a different energy to it. And, and she's been life-changing and being able to call it out. And I've just had so many experiences and opportunities to get triggered <laughs> that like having her as a mirror and being able to call it out has just been life-changing. And so I, I really actually feel like yeah, I don't know, breaking through that, the going back to those root experiences and realizing how many different relationships in my life were being impacted by the same belief systems, even though they might not be seemingly obvious on paper, has been life-changing. And so releasing that entitlement, changing that story for that young man, that, that young boy, that eight-year-old boy, and truly actually forgiving and loving him and being sad for hurting the feelings of people in my life for putting expectations on partners. And, and, you know, it's like, truly, it's like this dance of like honoring my inner child while also feeling sad for choices I've made while also forgiving myself and others. And I don't know, it's just this healing process. I, I truly actually just feel like that is, um, it was just a really beautiful month of, of going into my own, stories and my own victim mentality and, and understanding the root cause of why I, of why I get so triggered or why I get so angry, why I feel so entitled and being very patient with myself and not judging myself. Right? That's a big MO for me. Like when I realize I'm doing something wrong, my first instance is to judge. But I think this month I actually broke through a big feeling of like, I'm not judging myself. I'm actually holding the space for all of it. I'm befriending the ego instead of villainizing it or trying to blame it. Or like, I get why I was, why I am the way I am. I get why I, I get angry. I get it. And it doesn't excuse it. And I get it. And so I think there's just a, there's a lot of that for me this month. There's so much in that piece. And 
what I'd love to explore a bit further is, and I know we said, we've spoken about this before, but this notion that you are able to be very authentic and very open and very vulnerable with actually what's happening for you, this ability to be radically honest with the truth when it shows up. And I'd love for you to just explore a bit about how does that inspire and fuel the healing journey? And what does it take to be able to take yourself to that place where you can allow your, your girlfriend to highlight when you're being triggered to show you when you're in fear, not love? Like, so there's two kind of questions there. Can you explore those, please? Yeah, well, it's not easy, right? Because when you're when your ego is triggered, like you're just in a trigger. <laughs> like, there's no easy way around it. I think there's a there's communication that's important. Over communication, that's something I continue having to like. I literally feel like I need to like put that on a sign somewhere. Like, when in doubt, over communicate. When I feel like something's wrong, communicate it. Like, if I'm anxious and afraid of being judged, communicate that. If I'm scared of of how something might be received say it it's actually just over communicate where you're at and then learning how to self-soothe self-soothing is a big piece of this whole thing because I, i just feel like when i'm in a trigger with someone else and if my go-to is to go to that person to feel safe and that that's that it's an external thing mm-hmm mm-hmm so it's really learning how to regulate your nervous system. You know, like I, a big part of what I do is, is trigger logging, which is actually part of the app we're developing, which is this, it's a, it's a, it's a process for documenting your triggers when they show up in a way that can neutralize the emotion altogether. And so that's like a big part of my process right now, which is, you know, when I get triggered, actually like going into my trigger log and just logging it and allowing allowing all of it to show up. And, and so it allows me to like dissect it and bring more clarity. You know, we ask about seven to eight questions and then it like kind of gets stored in a place where I can go review it later with my coaches or my healer or my therapist or whatever. And so that's been a big part of my process, sharing that I'm scared, being really vulnerable, saying I'm sorry is a big one. Like I, I think when I'm in my ego, what I realized is I'm trying to be right more than I am trying to actually just uh, more than I am trying to just be in love. And when I can take ownership for that and I can apologize, it usually neutralizes the situation. And then it brings, because usually when I'm in a trigger in a fight with someone else, like especially Gina and I, like when, when I, I found this to be true for us, I don't know if it's true for anyone else, but you know, when we're learning and growing and figuring things out just as much as the next couple. So, you know, we're, we're definitely a work in progress, but you know, when, when we're in triggers, I think what what I find is, you know, when I can actually like in the beginning, it's really hard for me to just like I my my mind is just like, you don't get it. Why aren't you supporting me? Da, 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 da. But then when I really lean into it and I take space and I really breathe, it's like, hey, I'm really sorry. I'm just really hurt right now. And really coming from that space of like, I'm hurt, not you're wrong. Right. And really coming from that space of I'm hurt. Mm-hmm. This is my experience. I'm really feeling this way. That way it takes all the blame away from the situation. It just comes in from your perspective and your truth is, is your truth. And so I think that has been very effective for me as a communication skill to really come from my perspective and how I'm feeling and how I'm experiencing this and then coming in with curiosity and, and, and being really open to, you know, self-soothing. And it's not necessarily running away from my triggers. 
Cause, cause I think your triggers are very valuable information, right? Like you don't want to live a life where you're not triggered. Like all, like you just don't, because then you're not living. Sure. Right. So, but I think it's just, it's shifting the energy of like, can I, can I be inside of these prickly emotional states with a deeper well of awareness that like, Hey, I'm in a trigger. I am not my trigger. That's right? important. Which is, right. which is the awareness. That's a, that's like the first step of reparenting and soothing and really staying grounded. Cause if I think right. about what is staying grounded, it's about fully actually like it's, it's truly actually like to me, staying grounded is, is about being in your body. It's about feeling that safety, but it's not about not being triggered. It's about knowing how to come back home when you are. Right. Right. That knowing that like, Hey, like I, I in fact, I had a, a training this month. I had this guy, uh, I forgot his name. His name is Cosper or something. He's like an incredible body worker. And he had this quote. He's like, I'm not afraid to go with these places with you because I know the way out. That's beautiful. That is a, that's a beautiful quote. He was talking about taking someone into a healing journey. And I was just like, damn, that's powerful. And imagine if we knew how to do that with ourselves, right? Which is what self-soothing, nervous system regulation, like that's what these concepts are. Because it's like, I can go into my triggers and feel okay because I know how to handle being in them. I, I can know you how give us to... some examples of self-soothing? Like what, do you, what kind of things do you do or how, how do you create that space? Um, yeah, well, trigger logging and it's leaning on community and support, right? Like a lot of times, Gina, I will go to her, uh, I call, call friends, you know, I've got um, people that I, I, I go to self-soothing in a lot of ways, it could be taking deep breaths and really connecting with that, that inner child communicating for me is a big piece. It's over communicating is a big part of self-soothing for me. Journaling. Yeah. It's, it's not bottling it up. Bottling it up and coping is what creates the mess in the first place. It's what allowed all that stuff to build up. It's, it's actually just letting the trigger be, and I think the more you practice, just the more safe you feel, which I think is a big piece of this, right? Like healing happens in safety, right? So like, if you don't feel safe, you're actually not going to be able to heal. And so if you feel like you're going to be judged, you're not going to be able to open up, right? And so, and I think there's, I think there's a lot of communication, like, and I think that's a big piece of this. It's learning to communicate and feeling okay. Like that's a part of self-love, I think is like mm-hmm. standing up for yourself and and really being like, hey, actually, like, this is how I feel. And I just wanted to share this with you and, you know, open this up and having the courage to do that. Right? Like, it's a part of self-love and it takes practice. And, and, I, and I promise you, like, it's not easy at first, but the more you actually start practicing just loving yourself in this way, the more you open up to the possibility of life, the more you open up to the possibility of someone else surprising you. The more you open up, like, it's like the, the universe is a direct reflection of the love that you feel within, right? Like, I feel this more and more and more. The more I learn to love myself, the more I feel Gina love me. It's a, it's a direct correlation. Like, it's not, the more I learn to name my needs, the more I learn to soothe, the more I learn to actually allow my, my, my ego, my, the more I learn to befriend my ego, the more I learn to accept all the aspects of me the more I give an opportunity for someone else to meet me where I'm at. And, and I think that internal safety comes from that choice, that choice to embrace all of you. And, and I think that's a part of, that's just a, it's, it's a part of development. Like we don't teach nervous system regulation in schools. We really don't teach, we don't teach people how to navigate 
triggers and how to have hard conversations. And I think this is all part of, you know, necessary. This is part of why I'm, you know, I'm really building what I'm building right now. And I know I sound super cryptic, guys. I, I'm very careful about releasing things or putting things out there until they're ready. I'm just a big believer in keeping things in my heart and perfecting things and until they're ready to be shared with others. And and I promise you when we have things available for all of you, like you will be the first to know. And I can't wait to create these tools and resources for you. But these these skill sets, right? These are these are the things that I think are important and I think what really truly help people stay grounded and regulate your nervous system. And so, you know, I I think it just takes practice and community. Practice the knowing of how to do it and then it's just doing it in community where you have dojos to to be held and say what you need to say and all that good stuff. And I don't know, for me it's just been practice. I think if I really had to come back to it. It's embodying the courage to say, I'm sorry first. It's embodying the self-love to name my needs. It's embodying the, it's, it's, it's airing out my, my shame so that it can be brought into awareness and not have so much power over me. Right. Because I think I used to want to like get rid of the things that I didn't like about myself. Now it's more like being bringing them into awareness and accepting them as a part of me, but not giving them the power to unconsciously rule my life. It's actually bringing them into awareness and embracing all of it and saying, no, I'm going to consciously engage in this how I choose to. And that brings me back into choice and full full agency and sovereignty. And I think that's truly what allows a, a deeper well of healing and power and creativity and love to actually flow through my my being thank you for for sharing that i can i can really feel as well the depth of the work and how much you've embodied like all the things you're saying i just feel that that is actually who you are so it's it's just amazing to so inspiring to to hear it especially with the specific techniques as well that we can use um and you've talked about how the work you've been doing has enhanced your relationships i'd love to explore how how have things been shifting in like business and in purpose, what kind of things have you been able to step into as a result of this root cause analysis and um, the healing work you've been doing? Well, I think it's clearing out any blockages that are not me, right? So like, I feel so right now in this moment, I feel more like myself than I ever have and more tapped into myself and therefore I can trust myself, right? So like, I think I'm I'm learning to trust intuition in a way that I never have, which has been really beautiful and useful, right? Like I think a lot of creations I've had in my past or things I've done in my past have been from my mind. It's like, this makes financial sense. This is the thing you should do. This is the way you need to be. And the more I learn to unravel all of the stories that are not actually true and release the shame, judgment, expectations that came from different aspects of my my life, whether it's culture, religion, family, like it's just when I, the more I just actually step into my heart and like, who is Raj? The more embodied I am in everything I do. Like I'm actually, I I really came to this realization. I actually don't like the more I'm doing this, like the more I don't feel like I actually have work and then personal life. And then it's like all combined and connected. Like I'm the common denominator. Everything is just a mirror for my soul to expand. Right? Like, I feel like that's what at least my soul, and I don't know if this is, and I, I cannot say that this is a universal truth. I think this feels like a truth for me. 
that I feel like my soul was not here to achieve. It was here to expand. And I don't feel like the soul as itself, like if I had to really connect with others that I've spoken to on this journey, like the common thread I keep feeling is that like life will continue presenting opportunities for you to continue expanding into love and rising because consciousness wants to rise. Like that's what's happening in the world right now. The shadows of humanity are coming to the surface. There's more of it. There's more of it in awareness now than ever before. And the collective trauma is now being unveiled. And now also though, there's this opportunity to rise in love and face it all and heal. And that's what, that's the age I think we're in. I think that's where humanity is heading. And I think that's, 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 that's the next wave. And, and I think it comes with, and, and that, and that journey truly actually comes from expanding in the direction of the soul. And so for me, the more I do the healing work, the more I realize like, sure, I'm going to expand in this direction with work and it feels exciting and expansive and playful and inspiring. And that might bleed into my relationship. Right. And then that then becomes expansive and growing. And then that's like another depth of expansion that happens, or there's another curiosity, another aspect of my, my physical being that then gets split open, or then it takes me into this, this deep trigger. And then it's like, because I'm expanding, it's like, then I get to expand even more. Like my, my, my soul, I think is purely, and I I think this is how I, I create meaning in this, right? Like for me, it allows this work to have a lot of purpose. Like, I, I really truly believe that purpose is not what you do, it's who you are. Yeah, there's purpose in like a lot of the things that you might do, like you might make a lot of impact, you might act that that might be something that drives you and gives you passion, but it's like, there's, there's so much more to you in that like you can't explain. That doesn't actually make sense in a physical realm. There's so many things that are happening outside of your awareness that are orchestrating this, this set of life experiences that you have. And when you can prescribe to that, that story, that mindset, that belief, it opens you up to a much more rich way of being that isn't necessarily one dimensional. Like you can find a depth of love and connection inside of, uh, inside of your relationship, inside of parenthood, inside of art, inside of your, 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 you become the paintbrush to the canvas that is the universe. And, and, and that I think is how, my life has evolved. It's not where I was, you know, five years ago. Five years ago, I was an entrepreneur, petroleum engineer, side hustling, selling products online, trying to figure things out. And over time, that journey then opened me up to this podcast, right? And then the podcast opened me up to going deeper into myself and leaning on tools like plant medicine and hypnotherapy and belief work and all the different tools. And then that led to expansion and truth and, you know, ending a nine-year relationship. And then that led to incredible hardships and businesses failing. And then like, I mean, all these things are showing up and like I, my soul is calling them in. Like I am calling all of this in. Nothing is happening to me. Everything is happening for me because my soul is calling it in and how I show up and how I experience all of this and how I choose to be and face and and learn from these experiences is actually the thing that matters most. That to me is what matters most. And I think that's where I've landed with all of it. Like that's why I'm not necessarily trying to get to an end destination, like healing for me, doing the work, personal development, 
spiritual growth is not about an end zone. It's about a lifestyle. It's about building that lifestyle of awareness and continuing to evolve and grow because that is the only choice of the soul. Like the, the soul is always expanding. It's our own limitations and fear and, and beliefs that keep us trapped inside of this, this, this very one dimensional view of life. And yeah, that's at least that's, that's how I am choosing to show up. And that's how I'm choosing to take all the experiences I have on a monthly basis, like all the triggers and all that's, I'm, we talked about this last month, but you know, it's amazing how much you can really learn when you're paying attention. And that's a big part of, of, of the work and, and, and these processes and these episodes. Yeah, you're right. Cause it's so easy to just kind of just be on like almost autopilot and just moving through life, getting things done, but then creating that space for yourself where you can shine that light of awareness to really be conscious of what's happening. And then learning from that in the ways you've been describing, I can, like every time we speak, like it feels like I'm speaking to a different person or there's only been like a month in between and in between these, these podcasts, like so much news for you and so much shifts for you, like you're really powerful like collapsing time, bending time because of the way that you choose to live your life because of the awareness you have and the way you dive in and, and lean into the things that show up. And have you been exploring any like of other ways of expanding being shown up for you? I and mean, I've heard people talk about how they can grow through their dreams and that kind of thing. Have you ever had those kind of experiences recently as well? Did you set me up for that, Georgina? You, you might have. Yeah, I guess this is a really interesting um I'm in a very interesting period of my life right now where I feel like I've cleared out so much of the my nervous system that I, I finally feel safe in my body. And when I say feeling safe in my body, what I mean is that I don't feel as reactive to life. I, I'm sleeping better than I've ever slept before. And that's a really beautiful thing for me. Like I have an aura ring and I track how I sleep. And I think a few years ago, I, I just wasn't sleeping well. And I don't remember my dreams. I was just I think in a, a constant state of like my body and my nervous system was just in fight or flight a lot, like unconsciously, just because of all the stressors in life and everything. Self-induced stressors, I'll say that, you know, <laughs> a lot of my suffering has definitely been self-induced. And I, I feel like recently in the last six months, I've been in this beautiful space where my, like when I go to sleep, I have beautiful, I have dreams, but in my dreams, like they either show me something I get to work on. Like I'll wake up really anxious after a dream and that's now like something I get to unpack and journal on and go into and, and try and understand and, and dissect so that I can release the energy, right? Because that's at the core of what I'm trying to do is release energy. So like that's, that's what I'm trying. So like there's this unconscious reaction to life, whether in the form of a dream or something that has this energy to it. I'm actually just trying to soothe it, release it and continue a practice of doing that, which I think is like, that's what nervous system cleanup is. It's like, oh, this unconscious energy, I want to bring it into conscious light. Like anxiety is not bad, but being unconsciously anxious and living in it and breathing it, it's like not useful. Got right? it. And so yeah. learning skills to, to, to transform your relationship with anxiety, right. And the stories and, and there's stuff you can do to just accept you as you are. And then there's like the work you can do to actually relieve the underlying root causes that create the circumstances for that to exist in the first place. In my dreams now, like, I just feel like I'm I'm having really beautiful, um, like I'll be working on something and trying to figure something out. And I feel like I'll have worked 95% of the way. And then all of a sudden, like, I'll have a dream where I will like process the last 5% in full in the dream. 
Wow. And like, like for example, like I had a, I had a, a really shitty experience, uh, early later last year, actually, where I had somebody steal about 200 grand from me. It was not easy, not, um, it was just tough. Like it was like a really tough experience and I had a really hard time forgiving him, like a really hard time forgiving him. And then I had this dream where I went into the dream and in the dream, it just felt like I was shooting at him. Like just angry, 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 just shooting at him. He just kept dodging. He was shooting at me, just fighting, 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 just do, 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 do. And it felt like the dream was going on for hours, just hours. And And then all of a sudden, like towards the end of that dream, I, I kind of got into this, like the space of full body, like forgiveness. And I, and I went over to him in the dream and I gave him a hug. And then I, I remember in the dream and when I woke up and I was really processing that dream, I like actually just felt a lot of compassion, you know, for what he was probably going through. Doesn't excuse the, the decision that he'd made, but I, I was able to forgive and release the energy because forgiveness at the end of the day is not for someone else. It's for yourself. Yeah. You know, forgiveness is so that you can release the energy of what something it's not. And that's why it comes back to, you know, the ego, like doesn't want you to be right. Like for me saying, I'm sorry, forgiveness, it's, it's a choice you get to make to clear your own field. And I made that choice in the dream. The dream did it for me. And I thought that was really beautiful. It's like this trust now I can go to sleep and still be productive. My like overachiever mind is like, yay. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, but cause like, I think I've just done so much work now that like I can actually trust that my subconscious is working in my favor. Most people's subconscious is not working in their favor. It's it's operating on belief systems and and stories that are out of alignment with what you consciously want for your life. And I think I'm starting to realize like, no, I actually feel like my nervous system's on my side. I feel like my ego's on my side. I feel like everything that's showing up for me is now like on my side, either to be released or to be integrated or to protect me and serve me or to help me heal. And that dream was just one example of it. And I had a few more of those dreams. Like I said, it's hard to fit everything in a month. It's hard to talk about every process or talk about every thing that's showing up for me or, you know, but I just feel like I've had so many experiences this month of really truly learning to rest in myself and really rest in the safety of Raj and, and the, and the trust in the universe and, and actually, again, just feel that full body connection, that full body leadership where it's not just my mind that's making decisions, but my mind is connected to my heart and it's connected to my gut. And that's connected to like my, my sacral, like just everything, all my energy centers are just lined up and I just feel this clarity as a result and I'm also getting better at knowing when, knowing when to just accept what is and then knowing when to work on something and, cool. and knowing which tools are applicable where. And so it's a, it's a work in progress. I've been at this stuff for, you know, years now. And, and it's definitely, yeah, I, I definitely feel right now in this moment, you know, I, I do feel very grateful, um, just very grateful and very for all the experiences, no matter how hard they are, no matter, I, it, everything is happening for me. And I believe that. And sometimes it's really hard for my ego to actually embody that. Like it doesn't want to believe that I created my reality, that I brought in 
people into my life. I mean, I attracted everything in my life, right? Like Gina, I did something right to attract her. And with this other guy that stole the money from me, I also did something to attract him. Like everything is my field. So having compassion and grace and forgiveness and embodying gratitude for it all and knowing that I'm learning and trying to be better and I'm just doing my best. I'm doing my, I'm doing my absolute best. And I think that's all I can really ask of myself. And it's all you can really, if you're listening, that's all you can really ask of yourself. You can't ask yourself to be perfect, but you, you can ask yourself to do your best and you are doing your best, whether you're consciously doing your best or not, you're doing your best. And And I think that 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 truth has actually allowed me to really actually forgive others and and have a lot of compassion for others on the journey, because whether I want to believe they can be better than they are in this moment, they're actually perfect as they are and they're doing their best as they are in this moment, because just I believe people are good. People are inherently good. They just learn to be bad when they're kids. Kids are not bad. Kids are just born beautiful, with bright, bubbly souls. You know, they learn to hurt mm-hmm. and protect themselves, hurt people, hurt people. Like they, that it's just, you know, like I, I feel that. So anyways. So last couple of questions. If, if you had to find a word or a phrase that would sum up the theme for yourself in February, what word or theme would you choose? Full body. Yes. I've really been connecting with this idea of like just a full body creation, like a full body relationship where like every single thing and aspect of you is turned on. I'm pursuing that, right? That's my choice. Like I want that full body life where everything is just on fire and everything is just alive and magnified. And I think this last month, like a theme is just like really, truly actually like what it actually takes to have that. Because your full body is not your ego. Your ego is your mind, right? Your full body is your heart, your soul, your gut, your sake, like your your balls, like for, for, for men, like, you know, like it's everything, like it's your your full body and learning to really connect with your voice, like your, like, it's like your, all the chakras, like, it's like, I just think that demands a very different way of being in. And I'm, and I feel like I've been committing to that. Like, that's my edge. That's my truth really actually activating all of it and really connecting with all of it and and doing the necessary work to heal or let go of aspects of myself or integrate my shadow. I mean, like it's anything that's not, it's pulling me away from living in that is like the work. That's my work. And that's my, that's my purpose. That's my dharma. That's, that's what my soul is here to expand in. And, and I really feel that this month, this month was just really connecting with the full body and and when I feel like things are off or when I'm afraid or when I'm anxious, it's coming back to those moments where I just feel fully alive. And it's allowing those moments to like inspire me and drive me instead of like, it'll be like a, a kiss from Gina, like a moment like that to like wake up everything in me and like let go and let my guard down and, you know, and, 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 and say, I'm sorry, or like, or even you know, in work, it'll be like just a really inspired day of creation. Yeah. That'll, that'll like allow me to connect with that. And then that then allows some of the harder stuff to be okay. Like, I think that's what I'm realizing for myself. This, like when you're living a full body life, like it allows you to actually weather the storms a lot better because you can connect with something deeper. Like you're not necessarily caught in the fight of the moment or the challenge of the moment you're connecting with that truth, which is the love, the creativity, the passion, like 
you're connecting with the origin of why you started something or why you fell in love in the first place or what you love most about being a parent or any, like, like, I think when we can live in that and embody it, we, we naturally give ourselves a pathway for growth and doing the work that is very much customized to you. And I think that's what I'm leaning into. That's what the month was. And that's truly actually how I've even learned to stay grounded in a lot of ways. It's connecting with the full body origin of intent. Like when I'm in a trigger, like what is it all for? It's, it's actually connecting deeply in my heart and my soul and, um, and digging so that I can feel it. And that's been, that's been, that's been my journey. So I usually ask you how you stay, how you stay grounded this month, but it sounds like you've already answered that question. Like the full-bodiedness, would you like to expand on it or would, it, would you like to say something else? Well, just connecting with that, that, you know, I used to call it a why, but actually just connecting with the love. Mm. You know, at the end of the day, like the why you do what you do, like that's a very mindy question. You're it's right. a justification for the action. Why do yeah. I love this person? No, it's just connecting with the love. I love that. That's beautiful. And just Thank connecting with it. Like, and that, that to me has been how I just stay, I've, I've stayed. And it, for me, that is truly actually by surrendering, mm-hmm. surrendering to the, surrendering the ego to my protectiveness, surrendering my fear to love and really, truly connecting with that. And, and whatever that brings on the other side is, is like that feeling of groundedness always exists on the other side of that choice. Because it is a choice. Amazing. Thank you. Beautiful answers. Beautiful uh, conversation. Thank you, thank you Georgina. Thank you for being so open as always. Mm, this has just been such a lovely conversation. And um, I'm always just more deeper in my heart after these episodes. And guys, I hope, I hope these are helpful. And, you know, if anything we said on the episode resonated or, you know, if, if, you know, just reach out to me, reach out to Georgina, let us know. Um, you know, it just... I love hearing from you guys and I'm just so grateful that that we get to be on this journey together and that we get to do the work alongside each other and just know that you're not alone. I'm in it with you at the very least. <laughs> the very least we're in it with you. Um, so thank you, Georgina, for just always holding space in the way that you do. It is so great. So much gratitude. All right, but that is a wrap, everybody, for this month's Month or this or this week's episode, but this month's or this last month's monthly reflection episode. I'm your host, Raj. This is your old friend, Georgina. And from us, stay grounded. We'll chat soon. Thanks for joining us today on this episode of Stay Grounded. I hope you found this interview helpful as you create your own ways to live an extraordinary life. For more resources and support, please visit www.rajjana.com forward slash stay grounded to join the official Stay Grounded Facebook group, a place where aspiring life enthusiasts can connect and ignite passion for life together. My hope is that the positivity, content, resources, and support in this group will resonate with you on a deeper level. That what you hear in our podcast, read in our thoughtful posts, or learn in our courses will empower you to live with intention, uncover true purpose, and challenge the internal dialogues that stop you from being who you really want to be in your life. Again, thanks so much for joining us. Stay grounded.